Welcome, I'm Chris Tinsley. This is Finances for Everyone, where your financial health matters. Thanks for checking out today's episode. If you want to find out more about Finances for Everyone, look at the show notes below. Check out financesforeveryone.com, where you'll get a free gift by filling out your name and email information at the top of the page. You can also check out our blog or our courses online. And uh, today we're going to be talking about real estate investing benefits. I love real estate. I have a number of properties and I just think that a lot of people know that there are benefits to real estate investing, but they don't actually understand how much money they can be saving by investing in real estate. And I like to break these up in a couple different um, ways as short-term benefits and long-term benefits. And I'm not going to be able to talk about all of the benefits in this video today, uh, but I will go into them in further videos later on down the line. We're going to cover these benefits and really show you you know how you're losing money by not investing in real estate all right let's dive right into the real estate investing benefits uh, for our short-term benefits first off I want to talk to you about how multiple streams of income are going to help you so a lot of people have different types of investments you know you may have stocks you may have mutual funds and that is one stream of income uh, that you can be benefiting from now real estate has multiple streams of different income and that's kind of what we're diving into in a lot of these benefits is how you know you're actually not only providing yourself with monthly income but you're also reducing your tax burden um, for that money that you're making and that's really where business and real estate match up really really well is that you're able to use real estate to reduce the amount of taxes that you're paying that's why you see a lot of these you know multi-millionaires billionaires you know they have so much real estate because otherwise they'd be paying so much money um, in taxes they're able to offset that by following the law and using uh, real estate to help them with that. So what this may look like in your uh, investing career is may just be you may pick up rentals and so you're just going to be getting rental income each and every month or maybe you want to get into flips um, and you're just going to have supplement your income uh, with doing a flip a year or a few flips a year um, whatever you want to get into uh, there's just so many benefits to making one more stream of income through real estate and it really can be a long-term uh, benefit over time. Next, I want to talk about cash flow, and I'm going to get into a cash flow example about what exactly uh, you know cash flow is. But but for the very basic terms, we're talking about it's your income minus your expenses. And so in this, you're going to have your income is going to be your rent, and so this is mostly what we're talking about for cash flow, unless we're talking about flips. But in this example, I'm going to use rent. And then your expenses are going to be like taxes, insurance, vacancy, maintenance, and your mortgage payment. So let's dive right on into an example. All right, for this cash flow example, we're going to go with the house cost being two hundred thousand uh, dollars, and then we're going to say that you're making a twenty percent uh, down payment. That's pretty common for most properties. So you put down forty thousand dollars, and that makes your total mortgage to be one hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So that's what you're taking out. Um, and your interest rate, we'll just say at this time, it's going to be a 4% interest rate. You know, we'll say interest rates are, you know, not super low, but they're fairly low. And then our term is going to be 30 years. That's most of the time what you're going to see when you're buying your first property is people taking out 30-year mortgages. So what your mortgage payment is going to be before your taxes and insurance is $763. So 
we have a couple more things that we have to calculate um, before we can figure out our full mortgage payment. Uh, and our taxes per year are going to be, we're going to say $3,600. I'm just using some local area taxes here, maybe higher or lower in your area. So what that makes it is taxes per month is going to be $300. And then we're going to estimate this insurance per month is going to be $100. So your total mortgage payment when you add in your taxes and your insurance is going to be $1,163. Now we can't quite figure out your cash flow on this property yet because we have a couple more things we have to look at. So the first thing that we have to look at is your vacancy. So a lot of people uh, do not save for vacancy, and I think that's a big mistake. Vacancy is basically just when your property is not um, does not have renters in it. And what I would recommend to you know set aside for a vacancy is 10% of your total rent every single month. So what you're uh, assuming is is that your property is going to be vacant, you know, at least one month, a little bit more uh, out of every single year, and you're saving for that up ahead. Now, if you you know have someone in that property for a couple years and then you know, your vacancy is two months, you know, at least you had saved up for that and you're able to pay that mortgage um, when that happens. That's what I'd say. So in this example, it's $200. Uh, maintenance, it's good to save for maintenance expenses. Things always happen. So 5% of monthly rent. So we'll say $100 a month for that. And then capital expenditures um, is another good thing to save for. And what capital expenditures are uh, is things like the roof, uh, the water heater, bigger expenses uh, that you want to save for little by little because you know they're going to come up. Uh, you just, you know, you may not know exactly when they're going to come up. So saving another 5% of that monthly rent or 100 bucks a month uh, is good to do for that. And so then your total expenses when you add that into your mortgage is going to be $1,563. And what that means is your rental income is minus your expenses is going to be your cash flow. So if you have $2,000 in rent coming in and you minus your expenses of $1,563, your cash flow for this property is going to be $436. And I just think that's really good to highlight that because I think when people think of cash flow, they're like, oh, my cash flow is $2,000. And that's not true because you're not seeing all of that money if you are you know, allocating your expenses properly. So that is a example of what cash flow is and how a responsible uh, landlord can uh, have multiple properties and still be saving for you know when things go bad because things do go bad. Now we're going to talk about your return on investment and this is very often referred to as your cash on cash return. So cash on cash return is a little bit different than uh, just return on investment. Um, so return on investment is taking into account you know, your entire loan that you have taken out um, and how much money that actual house cost you. Cash on cash return is looking about how much money you out of your pocket um, had to put in in cash and what your return is on that. So, you know, what it's kind of looking at is if you took that same cash and put it in the stock market, you know, how much return on investment would you be getting? So cash on cash return is doing the same thing, except uh, it's only looking at how much you put into it. So in uh, the example that we used on um, cash flow, uh, the $40,000 that you put down would be the amount of cash that you put into that property, uh, not the $200,000 loan, um, you know, that the total cost of the house was. So you're looking at how much return you're getting on that money. And that's where your $436 would come into play. So you take your $436 um, cash flow that you're getting every single month, and then you would multiply that by 12. And then that would give you your 
cash on cash return on investment. So out of $40,000, how much are you making um, every single year? Then after return on investment uh, or cash on cash return, we're gonna talk about reinvesting your money for compound growth. So you have two options. You can reinvest it for compound growth or you can go in and spend it as your income. So uh, here's the two benefits of both of those things. So a lot of people want to be financially free. So they wanna be able to make enough money um, on passive income to be able to pay for all of their expenses. And that's where that person uh, you know, would spend that as their income. But for a lot of people, this is something that they do on the side um, in addition to their primary job. So they have their, their primary job that they work nine to five every single day, and then they go and they do investment on the side. And this is where those people that don't need this income are not trying to you know replace you know w2 job um, this is where you would want to reinvest that for compound growth so you take that money you take that you know 436 dollars that you're making in cash flow every single month and you invest it and you know you take your you know if you put it in the stock market you're going to be getting a certain amount of return on that you know call it maybe eight to twelve percent somewhere in that range and that is going to be a lot more powerful because over time you're going to not only compound grow that money, uh, you know, just like any other investment that you want to, you know, be long term. You don't want to pull out your money um, before you are ready to decide what you want to do with it. So. Um, the other thing that you can do with compound growth is you can also apply it to real estate. So as you save that money up, um, you know, for your rentals, you can go out there and you can buy another house after, you know, you get a certain amount of money. So put that in the stock market, maybe, uh, wait until you get enough money for another down payment on a house and then apply that money to your down payment on the house. And then, you know, you have another $436 that you can uh, invest. And that is how people you know, overall get rich in real estate over time is there's a slow and steady growth and um, it's natural and it's not forced and they're doing it in a smart way, saving for those expenses that they need to over time and not trying to spend every single penny that they make from real estate, but putting it back into the business. Well, there were a few of the benefits of real estate. I hope that you enjoyed this video and that you got something out of it. And remember, if you want to learn more, go to the show notes and click on financesforeveryone.com, read our blog, get a free gift by filling out your information in the banner or check out our real estate course. You can also check us out uh, on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts by typing in finances for everyone. Till next time.